Hey friends, this is episode 80 of Faith Fitness Joy, Breaking Through Plateau. When your weight loss stalls. So many of us have been there. You're doing all the things, sticking to your workout routine and your nutrition plan, when your weight loss seems to come to a screeching halt. It is discouraging and frustrating to say the least. And the one thing that you do not want to do is give up, tempting as that may be at times. Join me in today's episode of Faith Fitness Joy as I discuss why we hit these plateaus in our weight loss journeys and some of the things that you can explore to break through these weight loss plateaus. This is Faith Fitness Joy and my name is Rochelle Renee. Are you struggling to lose weight, love yourself, and reconnect to who you truly are? Do you wish for more energy and happiness? And do you seek a deeper connection to God or maybe to grow spiritually? As a single mom working in a demanding full-time job, I felt exactly like this. I struggled with anxiety, depression, and I was in adrenal burnout. I felt like a shell of myself. I was working over 60 hours a week. I was stressed out and spread too thin. I was overweight and I struggled with body dysmorphia. I knew I had to do something really fast so that I could be a better version of me for my kids. Fortunately, I found the way back to myself. I regained my health, I lost weight, I transformed my mindset, and I found healing. Now, my mission is to help other high-performing moms accomplish the same. Faith Fitness Joy is all about achieving health of the mind, body, and soul. If you're ready to lose weight or get fit, improve your nutrition, and step into the happiest, healthiest, highest version of yourself, then Faith Fitness Joy is the podcast for you. All right. Welcome, friends, to episode 80 of Faith Fitness Joy. Today, I am discussing weight loss plateau and what you can do to bust through it and continue towards your weight loss goals. So today, I'm going to cover, first, of course, what a weight loss plateau is. Second, the biological factors of weight loss plateaus three psychological factors, and four nutritional strategies that you can use to break plateau. So as many of you may know from listening to this podcast, um, for a while over the many 30 years of weightlifting, dieting, and finding my balance in health and nutrition, I have hit plateau myself many times. And it is absolutely one of the most frustrating things that I've ever experienced in my weight loss journey. And I'm sure many of you can appreciate that as, you know, I think we all run into it at one point or another um, in our weight loss journeys. And um, I have also experienced how demoralizing um, it can be to um, hit these weight loss plateaus. You know, there's been times that it has just led me into like this spiral of sort of self-sabotage resulting in gaining some of my weight back after, you know, working so hard to lose a few pounds. Um, And then just getting to this point where it's like, I just kind of throw my hands up because I get so frustrated. Um, And I'm actually going to get into some of that in some future episodes because it's a whole thing in itself, right? Um, But fortunately, I am not one to give up easily. Um, So I am grateful for my tenacity because of that. Um, And I tend to not stay down for too long. You know, I get knocked down at times like anyone else, but I do um, always seem to find my way back up and back on track. So 
Uh, weight loss plateaus have been behind my having tried so many different things that I also talk about a lot in this podcast and in my blog. You know, um, I'm very open about having tried all of the different things, if workout program, diet, types of exercise, supplements, pills, whatever, you name it, I've probably tried it. Um, And in all the decades that I've been doing this, I have learned that plateaus are inevitable, but they're not um, infinite or, you know, insurmountable, right? There are ways that we can break through them. Um, Like I said, the good news is they don't last forever and they can be navigated and there are ways that we can bust through them and get ourselves moving forward in the way that we want to go again. So let's just jump right into um, the content for today and what we're talking about with weight loss plateau. So the first thing is understanding what exactly a weight loss plateau is. Like, what does that mean, right? So it's basically when you stop losing weight after you have been losing weight for a period of time as a result of some sort of, you know, concerted or focused effort to lose weight. So let's say that you've been on some sort of a diet and exercise program for some amount of time. And let's say, uh, let's just say hypothetically, you've been doing this for maybe three months. And so every couple weeks consistently over that time, you've been seeing progress either in terms of the scale going down um, and your measurements getting smaller, maybe both of those or one of those, if not both of them, because sometimes, you know, it's one or the other. And then all of a sudden, it just seems to stop. And then you find yourself sort of stuck at the same weight, no matter what you do, and you can't seem to break past that weight. Um, On the upside, maybe you're not gaining any weight and you're not moving backwards in the direction that you don't want to be going, but you're still not where you want to be and you're trying to, you want, you have more weight to lose or more, you know, progress you want to make in terms of um, becoming becoming smaller or changing your physique and you're just not there and you can't seem to move forward. Um, So that's what a weight loss plateau is. Um, Having experienced these myself, I can tell you that they can last for weeks. They can last for months. They can even last for years. Um, I have been, there have been times where I have been stuck at the same weight for well over a year um, and not not shrinking further, not gaining, um, and not losing anymore. So I definitely understand this. It is something I have experienced myself. And it is something that is just kind of the a part of the game, if you will, when it comes to changing your body, losing weight, whatever. Um, but again, it, it is something that is not permanent and it can be, we can navigate it. So let's get into what some of the biological factors behind weight loss plateaus are. Um, So there's a number of different um, biological factors that can cause weight loss plateaus, and we can bust through these, uh, but you have to kind of understand what's happening so that you can sort of align the strategy accordingly. And there's actually a few different biological factors behind weight loss plateau, and I'm going to touch on them somewhat briefly today. So the first one is uh, called adaptive thermogenesis. And uh, it's essentially where your body responds to you losing weight by retaining weight or by slowing your metabolism down and basically kind of resisting your efforts to lose weight. And it does this as a way of sort of conserving energy. And basically, it's a survival mechanism, right? It's like your body 
is realizing like your reserves are going down, this fat that it's stored for, you know, whenever we're, you know, in some sort of a famine, so to speak, um, those are starting to get depleted. And so your body will start to do things to try to hold on to those reserves and prevent you from losing any more weight. And um, when we lose weight, especially if we're doing this somewhat quickly, so this is where some of these kind of fad diets can backfire, um, our body will respond by resisting our efforts. Um, and it's just, it can be so frustrating. And it probably seems really unfair, doesn't it? Um, and I've discussed this a lot in some of my recent episodes on body types that I did a little while back. Um, because it, it does relate to that to an extent. Uh, so you might want to go check those out for more information about kind of what that is and how it looks for different body types and how you can work with whatever body type you might have. Um, so I'm not going to repeat all of that here, um, but I do invite you to go check out some of those episodes that I did about body types and different strategies you can try because it definitely relates. But in a nutshell, um, you need to look at ways that you can kind of trick your body past this sort of tendency to hold on to or resist the weight loss efforts that you're working so hard on. Um, and you can do this through a, a number of different strategies that I'll touch on a little bit later. Um, but I also go into these, go into these, a couple of them anyway, in the body type episode. So check that out. But this is things like looking at how you can basically vary or alter your caloric intake every day throughout the week. So, and again, there's different strategies for how you can do that. But the idea is that you're kind of doing some sort of cycle where you're eating a certain amount um, every, like every couple days, and then you're either spiking it or dropping it down um, one or two days a week, depending. And you can kind of play with the schedule on that um, to see what your body responds to. So that's that's one thing that you can look at. So another biological factor um, that has to do with weight loss plateau is hormonal changes. And this primarily involves the satiety hormone and the hunger hormone or leptin and ghrelin respectively. So our weight loss can be can affect our hormone levels, particularly with these two hormones, since obviously these are the two that are governing when our body feels full and when our body is feeling like it's hungry. Uh, and so as we do these different efforts to lose weight and whatnot, um, it can start to trigger our body's levels of these hormones because we're basically kind of changing our body and we're changing what we're doing day to day. So that's going to trigger some sort of response in the body. And sometimes it will lead to these hormonal changes that can make it more challenging for us to lose weight. Um, so when, like I said, some of the things we can try and that we can explore to move past this are things like carb cycling or calorie cycling of some type to sort of trick the body into um, letting go and not, not, feeling like it needs to hold on to or slow the metabolism down in response. Because the body's just doing this because it's it's like a trigger when we start to lose weight and uh, maintain a caloric deficit. The body is going into like this famine mode and it's trying to prepare for like a longer term famine. And so it's going to resist letting go of its reserves. And it's also going to try to find ways to hold on to whatever it is you are consuming. Um 
So another thing you can try is to look at a, a very nutrient dense diet. So, you know, really looking at adding in more vegetables and fruits and other types of foods that are going to help give your body good fuel because um, it's going to help mitigate some of the impacts of these hormonal changes that are happening. Uh, and basically when your body feels nourished, even, well, let me back up. So the nutrient dense kind of approach will help you one, it will help you stay in a new, in a deficit, but it's also providing your body with more vitamins, minerals, nutrients, right? So it's going to help mitigate that the the natural response of the body to try to hold on to reserves because as long as your body's nutritional needs are being met, um it's not going to feel the need to do that. It's not going to have that response um, on the hormonal level. But the flip side of that is you have to be providing it what it needs to function well and function properly. So that's where the nutrient dense um, eating approach can be really valuable. Another thing to look at when it comes to hormonal changes as a factor for weight loss plateau is your sleep. Um, so it's often um, leads to some of these other some of these hormonal changes that we experience um, and sleep can actually affect a number of hormones including those that are tied to hunger and satiation so you want to look at your sleep habits your sleep routine and make sure that you are prioritizing good sleep and getting enough sleep a lot of us do not get enough sleep i was guilty of this for many years um, i was very resistant to like sort of exploring my sleep routine and um, cleaning it up, if you will, and like giving myself a quote unquote bedtime. Um, and it's not like it has to be so in stone, but the but you want to be making sure you're getting, you know, seven hours of sleep minimum. Um, I think most people need seven to nine hours of sleep to, you know, function well and all of that. So look at your sleep routine um, and see what you can do to kind of tighten that up or clean that up. Um, because it could definitely be affecting your weight loss efforts. Um, I do have a couple episodes that I've um, produced and also um, some blog posts that are specifically focused on sleep. So if you want to check those out for more information, uh, one of them is episode 35, How Sleep Affects Weight Loss. And the other one is episode 45, How um, to Establish a Sleep Routine, if you're looking for some suggestions to um, do that for yourself. So another biological factor that comes into play around weight loss plateau is muscle loss. So depending on how you are approaching your weight loss, right, like depending on what you're doing, you could be losing muscle mass and losing fat at the same time. You don't want to do this, but a lot of times we're doing this without really realizing it, especially women. Um, I've been there, done that myself because, you know, a lot of us are raised or we at some point in time adopt this belief that cardio is like everything and that's what you need to do. And it's all about a huge caloric deficit and tons of cardio. And so that's what we go do. And we completely screw up our hormones and our bodies and our metabolism in the process. So um, and one of the ways that this happens is because we lose muscle because we're not eating enough and then we're doing these crazy cardio routines and that's all we're doing. So um, one of the things that you can do to mitigate this is to find ways to build muscle mass and, and or maintain the muscle mass that you have. Uh, so the reason this is so important is because your muscle 
it helps boost your metabolism. Um, the muscle, like maintaining your muscle mass has a higher caloric requirement, if you will, than it does to maintain, like, say, fat, right? So when you have a certain amount of, like, a base level muscle mass, um, you're already going to be burning X number of calories more than if you, you know, have don't have as much of that muscle mass. Um, so that's one reason it's really important to have it in addition to the numerous other benefits of, you know, having a lot of good muscle mass um, in your body. Uh, so you want to look at how you can increase that. And you want to do that with things like including weightlifting or strength training as part of your workout routine. So don't just do cardio. You don't want to have a routine that consists only of you, you know, running X amount of miles every day or doing nothing but cardio or aerobics or, you know, orange theory or any of these kind of like really high intensity workout routines. You want to make sure that you're also including strength training or weightlifting. And you want to make sure you're eating enough protein. Because like if you think about like to oversimplify it, protein is kind of like muscle food, right? So you want to feed your muscles um, and you do that by making sure that you're getting a base like minimum level of protein, if not even higher levels of protein, that's going to help you build up more muscle mass and know you're not going to get bulky. It's going to give you the shape where you want the shape. It's going to help your body look better, actually, when you have more muscle mass. So um, that's another really important thing to consider with regard to weight loss plateau and some ways that you can um, break through it. And then the last of the biological factors I wanted to touch on today is stress and cortisol. So in a nutshell, chronic stress can lead to plateau or even weight gain, um, despite other stuff that you're doing, as frustrating as that is. Um, chronic stress actually results in our body producing higher levels of the hormone cortisol, which many of you may be familiar with. And it is basically your stress hormone, or you can also think of it as your fat storage hormone, because that's basically what it does when it comes to the context of what we're talking about here. And particular, it shows up on your belly, and that's where it likes to hang out. So um, if you are in a constant state of stress, your body is working to create like this protective layer of fat in response to that um, with the higher cortisol levels. So again, you can, it can, in some ways, it won't even matter what else you're doing in terms of diet, exercise, if your stress levels are out of control and you're not managing your stress. Um, so it is really crucial to manage your stress as part of your overall wellness routine. Um, again, another lesson I've learned the hard way, and I speak from experience around this, um, and one of the things that I have learned about this is that you really have to be aware of it first, right? So what's so scary about the stress thing, uh, and this is what I've experienced myself, is um, you, you almost, it's like you become completely oblivious to it after a point in time. Um, when you're in a chronic stress state, um, you're, you basically adapt, like your body just finds ways for you to deal with it and be okay with it. And then we do all these other things to make ourselves feel like we're functioning okay, right? Like we'll drink a ton of coffee, we'll drink energy drinks, we'll rely on these other things to help keep us going. Um, and because we manage to keep going and we don't like fall over or pass out or something like that, we think we're fine, right? And really we're not. 
Um, so just because like you're getting through the day and like maintaining a certain lifestyle and routine that is really stressful, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're actually okay. Um, but again, we can become very disconnected from this um, because of our schedules, because of our routines and our habits and all of that. And so it's very easy to become unaware of our stress uh, and how it's actually affecting us. So uh, that is something to look at. And um, the first thing you have to do is really kind of check in with yourself and kind of assess if you probably do have chronic stress levels that you need to look at how you can manage. And then once you do that, you can start to look at different ways that you can manage that stress so that you can start to counter uh, counteract the effects of it um, and start to, you know, reduce those levels of cortisol in the body. And I have tons of other episodes where I talk about this either directly or indirectly because I also have a lot of episodes around, you know, spiritual growth, uh, mental health, mental well-being, um, managing stress. So check out some of my other episodes uh, because I have a lot of great stuff for some tips that you can use to help manage your stress. Uh, um, okay, so another way that, uh, or another kind of category, if you will, of factors that uh, lead to us experiencing these weight loss plateaus are psychological factors. Um, and so this category is a whole episode on its own, and I'm actually going to be covering this um, more deeply in next week's episode, so check that out. But for today, I'm just going to be listing what these are um, so that you can get a sense of these other types of factors that play into when we run into a weight loss plateau. And again, I'm going to be doing a whole episode about this next week. Um, so keep your eyes out for that. It will be on uh, the Monday episode next week. So what are some of these psychological factors? Well, one of them is our expectations versus reality. Um, so all I will say about this is it's basically the idea that, you know, we start off on some sort of weight loss journey or whatever. And a lot of this is related to the fitness industry too, um, right? Like, you know, we hear things like, you know, 21 days to reach your goal body or get your bikini ready, get bikini ready in six weeks and, you know, crap like this, right? So we hear this kind of stuff and then we think like, oh, we're going to go embark on this new, you know, bikini body in six weeks thing. And then when we don't have a bikini body in six weeks, like we get discouraged and frustrated and whatever. So those are some examples of expectations versus reality. Um, another category or another type of psychological factor that we experience, as I talked about a little bit, it's because it's also a biological factor is stress, right? Because again, cortisol. Um, but there's a number of other things that, that happen and other, other hormones that come into play when we're in chronic states of stress, like adrenaline um, is another one. And the idea here is we a lot happens in our brains on a day-to-day -day basis like we are telling ourselves all these stories all day every day about all kinds of different things um so it's not just like the day-to-day -day stress that we experience like consciously but it's also all the stuff that we're experiencing um on a psychological level as a result of our thinking our limiting beliefs our thought our thought patterns and all that kind of stuff uh, and then another type of psychological factor is things like unconscious habits. So things that we are doing all the time that we're maybe not aware that we're doing, um, like just a lack of self-awareness, um, 
especially about our behaviors and habits that can be leading us to um, either gaining weight or just having a harder time losing weight or causing us to have plateaus. Uh, Another one is self-sabotage and fear of success. And I've talked about this indirectly in some other episodes that I've done. Um, And this factor alone could be a whole other episode in itself. I mean, this is really about limiting beliefs and or underlying unhealed trauma um, that you've experienced that then translates to self-sabotage or different types of fear in our day-to-day life and behaviors that we engage in often completely unconsciously because they're so ingrained in our way of being that affect our weight loss and a number of other things that we're you know doing in our day-to-day life so that's another really big one um another psychological factor is body image and self-esteem so how we perceive our bodies um, I've talked about this a lot. I actually recently did an episode on body dysmorphia. Um, that's something I've experienced myself. That's something I think a lot of people experience. Um, and there's different forms of body dysmorphia that I talked about in there as well. And then it often like results in self-esteem, right? Like our, our body image gets like all tangled up with our esteem or vice versa, however you want to conceive of that. But um, so those are some other way, other factors that affect us that um, really like, you know, come into play when it comes to um, running into sort of weight loss plateaus. And then um, another category is adherence to routine. So just, you know, different, different psychological factors that come into play whenever you're trying to make a change, whenever you're trying to establish a new routine or break away from your existing routine and things like that. So we'll talk about that a lot more in depth in um, next week's episode on Monday. Um, and then another um, sort of category of factors that come into play when it comes to weight loss plateau is nutritional strategies um, or not. So not factors that cause plateau, but things we can do to mitigate or break through these plateaus that we experience. Um, Again, this is a whole topic in itself and a whole episode in itself that I am going to be covering um, in a future episode um, to really go into depth on all of these. So you have lots of great tools and resources available to you to help you with breaking through these plateaus. Um, Because again, it's super frustrating and everybody's different. And so depending on where you are in your weight loss journey, your your body type and other types of things and which factors are maybe more predominant in your particular case um, is going to dictate like which of these strategies you might want to employ to help break through the plateau. Um, But just to give you a sense of some of the different things that you can try um, and you can dig into these yourself if you want to check out more information on any of these that intrigue you. Uh, The first one is carb cycling. I've talked about this in previous episodes as well. Um, The idea here is that you're just eating different levels of carbohydrates um, throughout the week on different days. It's one of these ways that we can trick the metabolism um, to help mitigate some of the things I've already touched on in this in this episode today around, you know, the hormonal factors and some of the biological factors that come into play. Another thing you can look at is macro adjustments, right? So if you do macro tracking, Um, and you find that after maybe two cycles of um, being at a certain levels of macros, you're stuck, 
that's when you might want to look at adjusting your macros um, and seeing if that helps you break through your plateau. Uh, Another thing you can try is intermittent fasting. So in addition to whatever nutrition plan you might be um, utilizing, it might not hurt to give it a try to see if you do intermittent fasting in addition to or coupling that with whatever um, diet you're following. Um, Nutrient timing is another thing you can check out. Um, increasing your fiber intake. Um, it may seem like one of these things, it doesn't seem like a very big deal, but it actually is come a huge factor is our fiber intake. Um, so look at where you are and see, you know, how you can bump up the amount of fiber you're eating every day, because it will help. Um, similar to having a, the higher amount of muscle mass, um, in eating enough fiber, um, is going to help with revving up your metabolism. Drinking more water is another one. Uh, I think a lot of us do not get enough water, um, so do not underestimate the power of good hydration when it comes to losing weight. Um, Changing your snacks or your snacking habits. So even if you're eating like, you know, healthy and you're um, following an overall good um, diet approach, um, you might just need to change it out or cut back on some things. Um, again, to help your body like break through that plateau. Uh, so especially if you kind of get in a rut or, um, you know, like certain things that we kind of tend to go to all the time, it might be time to swap those out or maybe even cut one of your snacks out and see what happens with your, with your weight and how that affects you. Um, and then another thing is considering supplements. Um, you know, I'm not, I know some people are, you know, will tell you that you don't need supplements and that they're all kind of a waste. And there's a lot of them that kind of are, but there's also some that can be really helpful. And quite frankly, you know, if you're, if you're doing all the things and you're stuck and you've been stuck for a while, like I have many times in my life, like I am not ashamed to try some supplements. In fact, there's, um, there's one I've been using for a while that, um, I'm still kind of assessing whether it's like how it's helping me. Um, I use some of the, there's a pre-workout and then there's some other um, components that um, can help with like certain types of fat loss um, and when you're sort of like stuck or struggling with that. So more to come on that as I uh, sort of see where I'm at and how it's helping me. But um, again, like try some of those things and see what helps. And, And you know, another note about that really quick is that Um, It doesn't have to be like a weight loss supplement per se, um, because again, back to some of these psychological factors or even some of these biological factors that we've been talking about, um, it could be that you have some deficiency somewhere in your diet or something like that, or you just need to balance something back out, right? Like I've talked a lot about adrenal burnout in some of my other episodes, so um, it and the stress management, right? So there's there are supplements that can help with that. And in taking those and either balancing your hormones or helping to mitigate the effects of stress with that supplementation, that can result in you breaking through that plateau. So there's a number of different things you can try um, related to that that I'll touch on more in future episodes. So my friends, that is what I have for you for today's episode about weight loss plateaus. And I really do hope that this has helped giving you uh, some insights as to what might be causing your plateau and some things you can look at to help you bust out of it because there's nothing more frustrating than, you know, doing all the things and just feeling like you're not getting anywhere. Like that feeling of like running in the hamster wheel is just 
it can be demoralizing. I totally get it. So um, I just really wanted to put some stuff together to help you with that, especially like being in the beginning of a new year. And a lot of you might be embarking on, you know, some new uh, weight loss efforts. Um, and it just takes the wind out of your sails when you, you know, make some progress and then stop making progress. So please don't give up. Keep going no matter what. Um, dig into some of this. Try some of these strategies. Stay tuned for future episodes because I'm going to be going more in depth on some of these. Um, and in the meantime, I also have lots of other great content in some of my previous episodes and on my blog that can help you along your journey, especially if you're just um, starting out. So um, all right. And then last but not least, um, I just have a couple announcements about some new programs that I've created and I'm super excited about. Uh, so I am just thrilled to announce Phoenix Rising. It is my baby. It is my heart. I am just so excited about it. Um, and this is um, a variety of different programs that I've created depending on what you're looking for. So I have something for you if you are really just looking for something that you can do on your own. Um, like maybe you just need some workouts and you need some general guidance for nutrition. Um, so I have um, something for that. I also have uh, something that combines that workout um, plan with nutrition as well as some e-courses and training that you can do on your own timing and um, refer back to as often as you like. Um, so I have sort of the done by you type of packages. I also have several different group coaching packages for you, whether it's three month or six month, um, that you'll be able to get access to me in a group coaching format. You'll have community support. Um, you'll have lots of great content, um, on the coaching calls, you'll get access to trainings and um, educational content all related to helping you um, boost your success. And then I also have private one-on-one -on -one coaching available as well, if that's something that you're interested in and feel like that would be what's going to help take you to the next. Um, all of this is designed not just to help you lose weight. That's definitely a big component and what sort of was at the foundation of me developing these. But um, they're also really designed to give you a total transformation of the mind, body, and soul, because that's really what it takes. It takes all three of these components of your being working optimally together. Um, you are not just a physical body. You are a spirit, um, and you also have this beautiful um, tool called the mind. And so um, all of these programs are designed to help you um, get in the best health of all three of those things. Um, so that you can become your help, healthiest, happiest, most aligned version of you. So my friends, with that, I am going to um, sign off. That's all I have for you in today's episode. If you are interested in learning more about any of these programs, uh, click the link in the episode description. Um, you can book a free transformation session with me. So even if you're not necessarily sure about getting into any of the programs, I'm just going to sit down with you and help you develop a plan to help get you to your goals, whatever they may be with regard to your health and your fitness. So that concludes today's episode of Faith, Fitness, Joy. Um, as always, thank you so much for joining me today, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining Faith Fitness Joy today. I hope you found something helpful in today's episode. I would love to hear what you think. 
So please leave a comment and let me know what you found helpful or what you would like to learn more about in future episodes. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe. You can also connect with me on social media at Faith Fitness Joy on either Instagram or Facebook, or please join my private Faith Fitness Joy Facebook group where I offer lots of great information, master classes, and weekly channel guidance, and more. Check out my blog at www.faithfitnessjoy.com. This is Rochelle Weiss, wishing you health and happiness of mind, body, and soul. Thank you.